Hello, fellow writers, and welcome back to the Dyslexic Author Podcast. I'm Christina, and I am here to help you through your woes and adventures in writing. So let's get started with today's episode. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the power of habits. So as a writer, we need to have writing habits. That is how we progress, how we get better, how we become best-selling authors. It's not like you wake up one day, write a couple pages, and all of a sudden somebody buys your book and it goes on to be a multi-million selling book. That's not how that works. You're going to have to write consistently, okay? When I say consistency, consistently, I don't mean consistently once a month or consistently, you know, maybe three times a week, but like on random days, random times, da, 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 da. That's not really consistent. Consistent is writing, preferably every day, um, but you know, life gets in the way. We don't have the, the, the ability to always do it every single day. Um, we always say the habits are best when it's three times a week or more for 30 minutes to an hour, okay? Mom, I'm gonna say with writing them, do it when you can. Do it when you can, because I know everybody has, you have kids, you have a spouse, you have jobs, you have this, that, and you know, all these responsibilities pulling you in different ways. If you can, if you're on your phone in your car waiting on your kid to finish karate, I don't know, um, and you have a good 20, 30 minutes, go ahead, just sit there on your phone and you can either dictate to your phone or you can type on your phone, whichever one you want, or have a notebook and you just write down in your notebook. Um, if you are having a writer's block and if you can't see me, I mean, obviously you can't see me, I'm doing air quotes because <laughs> we will talk about writer blocks. Um, but if you're having a writer's block and you don't know where to go or like how to write, or you don't feel like you're creative right there at that moment, start by listing things you did that day. Start by just listing the obvious. You could start listing, oh, there's a blue car next to me with a guy, you know, picking his nose, whatever. Um, just start listing things that you know, and that kind of helps get the writing at least going, getting it out. So it doesn't have to be best-selling notes or whatever. It doesn't have to be a best-selling author coming out every time you sit down to write. It just has to be something, right? That's consistency. Even if it's complete and utter crap, it's consistently, not consistently creeping other crap, because I hope you don't, but you're consistently at least still writing. You're getting your brain trained that when you get into that mode of writing, your brain will now easily transfer into that mode. Um, So having the habits like this, as writers have habits, we do it to help your brain get trained into now we're doing creative time. Now we're sitting down and we're gonna work so that when you sit down to do this, your brain over time, it becomes easier and easier. You've built those neural pathways and it's gonna be easier and it's gonna be faster and you're gonna get more and more words out. So one of the biggest things I always found is during NaNoWriMo, is, you know, it's 50,000 words in a month. Dear freaking God, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> that was my my expression. Um, but it's like something like, I wanna say 1,600 words, something like that. I can't remember what it was exactly. 1,667 something? I don't know, something like that. Uh, a day, right? And that gets you to 50,000. I think that's what it was. Don't quote me, but it was something like that. Um, that's a lot. That is a lot, I will tell you. And for me, that that's a mountain basically. But what I found out is even if I just sit down and I literally just start typing out, I'm like, oh, I, I, I can't get into the creative flow um, or I feel stuck. I will sit down and start just listing like, all right, this is what I had for breakfast. This is what I did after breakfast. This is the book I want to get from Amazon. Da, 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 right? Just start listing things I know. And then all of a sudden my brain will start flowing 
And then I will be able to then transfer over to the story and start typing. Um, you don't have to do like NaNoWriMo. That is, we'll have that conversation another day because it did not work for me. It does not help me. It stresses me out far more than it needs to. Um, but it, I've heard a lot of authors and a lot of writers be like, no, that is how I get it done. And I'm like, you know what? High five. You do it because I can't do that. It stresses me out. Um, but that's why you have habits though. NaNoWriMo is basically creating a habit, you know, an everyday habit for 30 days in order to get a novel done, right? Uh, so that's what you need to do is you just need to sit down and find something to write. It could be crap. It could be great. You know, you don't know until you go back and editing. Um, editing, by the way, is where great novels come from. Great novels do not happen in the first draft, period, right? So any author, any writer, and any successful author and writer will tell you, oh no, my first draft was complete and utter shit, right? That is something we have to get out of our head as writers. Um, so let's talk about the habits, like I said, will help get you into that creative field a lot faster and a lot easier and a lot smoother. So then two, three months down the road, if you keep this consistent, just writing anything like writing on paper or in a notebook or a journal or something, um, you will then be able to sit down and just speed through whatever, you know, you're like, oh, I outlined this and I know what I'm going to write. And you sit down and you speed through it and you get all these words. So um, I started out typing, my God, it, I know it's really, it's really bad, but being dyslexic, it is very difficult for me to like focus, ADD and dyslexic, let's explain that one, um, to sit down and focus long enough to get like 500 words out. It was always a struggle, you know, because I also had that mentality too. It had to be perfect. Um, so that needs to stop. <laughs> but having that mentality, it would always block me and I'd always be like really low number counts, but doing it every single day it becomes easier and easier. And like next day you might have 501. Next day you might have 510. Next day you might have, you know what I mean? You see how it builds up. So two, three months down the road, you can go over a thousand words like that and be like, wow, that's really interesting how that works. So that's what your goal is. Your goal is to make small progressions through habits, through consistent habits, small progressions to get you to an end goal, which could be the NaNoWriMo one, which is like 1600, I think. Um, or it could be 2,000 words a day, 3,000 words a day, whatever kind of time frame you have. Even if it's just get something down on that paper, right? <laughs> That's perfectly fine. That works. It, it's something, right? It gets you to that angle. So a couple of examples with habits. We've talked about sitting down to write, just writing, whether it's on your phone, in a notebook, being able to sit down with your laptop and type whatever it is, dictating to your phone. You know, I've, I've, I know people that will record it and then turn around and, and like actually type it up um, later on. So however you need to, it's getting the, the, the juices flowing. Um, some other habits that really help with creating that progression to be able to type and write two, 3,000 words a day, whatever, um, is going to be having the same kind of atmosphere, the same kind of environment. So if you're sitting at the same desk or you're drinking the same coffee or tea, or if you have a candle that you light, anything like that. So your body and your brain anchors itself to memories, right? So if you remember the smell, like if you smell a turkey roasting, more than likely if you're in America, that's going to remind you of Thanksgiving, you know, and then that comes up with a bunch of other memories like, oh, my family used to do this for Thanksgiving or we used to do turkey for Christmas instead. So it would remind you of Christmas, like whatever those are, those little, little 
um, cues, I guess the word would be. Uh, it reminds you of things. It brings back up memories. So same thing with, with these habits is if you're going to sit down and write and you're going to light a candle that is cherry, I don't know, uh, cherry, and you do that every single time you sit down to write, your brain's going to smell cherry, that's that cherry smell, and be like, ah, ooh, creative time, you know? So that is going to create those neural pathways to connect your brain to that it, it is time to write, it's time to be creative, it is time to do this. So it becomes easier and easier and easier. It's fabulous. I love, um, smells are one of the best anchors, but you also have taste as well. I used to study in school using peppermints. So anytime I studied at home before a test, I'd suck on peppermints. Um, I did it with my homework too sometimes, but mostly when I was studying for tests, suck on peppermints. And then I was in, because I was in special ed, they allowed me to suck on peppermints. I don't know what the school systems are doing now and if they still allow that, but they allowed me to bring my own peppermints and suck on them in class during tests. And it was, it was like a cons, it was a trigger. It was a um, flavor trigger, I guess, right? The peppermint taste slash smell would trigger my memory of the study session. So you can find all of these ways, all of these little habits that you create. If you're writing with a pen, write with the same pen, right? You don't have to write in the same notebook because we know notebooks, you know, run out of paper, but write with the same pen every time or write with a pink pen every time, something like that. That's going to help anchor your brain to what you're doing. So that is going to, like I said, create a, a progression, right? And remember, this isn't going to be overnight. This isn't going to be in 30 days. This is something that you do consistently over months and months and months, and it becomes easier and easier and easier, right? So that's what I have for you. If you like the idea of habits and how habits can help you change your work, right? Change your workflow, change the, I guess, the easy easiness, <laughs> the easy level of your work. Um, check out a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Read that book, freaking loved it. There were some things and I was like, did nobody else do this? But I guess those are things that they taught us, you know, being dyslexic in school, they taught us a lot of different tricks to help us get through things. But then there was a lot of things I was like, oh, that makes sense. Wow, why did I not think of that, right? And now I'm actually going back in my life and I'm implementing a lot of these little tips that were in that book. So check that out. Uh, whenever you get a chance, if you want to learn more about habits, that's all I have for you today. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.